Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Plant Face Morning Show. Not only is it Thursday, best day of the week, arguably, it's also February 29th. Leap day. Uh, only comes along once every four years. Like the Olympics, like the World Cup, like elections. But it only lasts one day, like elections do. So equally, <laughs> equally important as an election day. Equally rare. <laughs> but even more rare than Olympics and World Cup. They last longer. All right. How's, that Instagram? <laughs> how's it going, Doug? Hey, Matt. How's it going? I'm just so excited Great. that it's leap year. This day only comes around so ever so often. Every four years, yeah. like you said. So, That's mean, right. It's, it's the bonus day. We get an, an extra bonus. So like More days, more time to exercise and mm-hmm. thrive and make ourselves better, right? You know, crush the day. An extra day to crush. Yep. One more day to one more day to live, really. Oh look, I put my name as yours. I gotta fix that. Uh-oh. Uh yeah. And one more day to to not be paid to work for your employer. So that's employers right, that's get a free right. one more day. One more sucker day. That's what it is. Brandon <clears throat> All right, knows what's uh, up. Brandon gets a day off. Yeah, must be his employer must honor this idea of yours. That, <laughs> that leap day is yeah. It's day. not a contracted work day. All right, Britters, Ali, Sarah Slemp, Dale Stevens, good morning to everyone. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some more coming in here in a little bit. Uh, but yes, it's Thursday. Thursday is a good day. Uh, thirsty Thursday, Doug. You got got plans for today as usual? Taco. I think we're I think we're not we're skipping the tacos tonight. We're going somewhere else. But yes, yep, me and my oh. buddies gonna grab dinner. Wow, you can't drink. Do about that, huh? I know. A little disappointing. Where are you going instead? Trailhead. We are going Get to try nice that, yeah. Rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little uh, driving town of Black Mountain with two places to go. No, Black Mountain's loaded, but you know, it's just I Yeah, know. I guess the only other place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I get the uh get the um tempeh lettuce and tomatoes like a BLT but with tempeh. Mm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. All right. Glad to hear that. Uh I think he promised us a running update, right? Was that today? Oh, no. I'm going to do that on Tuesday. Oh, that's next week. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Fair enough. Lots going to happen this weekend. That's the running update. Oh, yeah? All right. Uh, let me guess what the lot is. The time trial after you've mostly slacked off, fallen off of this plan that you were so gung-ho about, and it's gonna you're going to sort of mail it in, get it done. Could be. Maybe. <laughs> we'll have to wait till Tuesday to find out. <laughs> okay. Went for a great All run right. this morning. Good. But not probably a 5K training run. You probably went for a normal run. Just back <laughs> to the old habits. That'd be my guess. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Could Who knows? Maybe, we'll maybe he'll shock me uh, with, uh-huh. what you, with the work you've done. <laughs> All right. Brita says she's a fan of my shirt. Big B Coffee. They're a... They're, uh, place near my house and celebrated a year of survival in this business climate. So good for them. Mm-hmm. They're a franchise. Uh, we have a new, have a new coffee, coffee bakery spot. They just opened up today. I'm going to swing by oh, yeah? this afternoon. See what they got. That probably means there's three cafes in Black Mountain now. Four. Four. Five. Okay. Look at that. All kinds of choices. There you go. Very nice. Good. One All of right. Starbucks. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's a count as two, three. Starbucks is the, is the perfect one. <laughs> Bridger says Big B better than Starbucks. Okay, good. I don't agree with that. Uh-huh. But uh, that's fine. All right, 
Good. Um, I don't have anything too much going on. No, really nothing at all. Um, nothing. I mean, soccer weekend stuff, but, but nothing, nothing too special. So I don't know. Anything else, Doug? Any other, uh, any other pre-show stuff we should get into before we jump into weather report and articles? I tried to, uh, you know, the other day I was teasing that I was going to use ChatGPT to help me save money on my grocery list. Yes, right. Like and it's kind of fa- it's kind of kind of failing me. It's really? like uh, I can't, yeah, I can't get it to quite be accurate with pricing and that kind of stuff. So, um, so I'm, How, where I'm, where is it pulling prices from? I don't know, and that's what I can't quite figure out because the prices that it's pulling aren't matching the ones that I'm finding when I go like to add to cart. Mm-hmm. So it's must be pulling some old prices or just making up prices, like just kind of Googling the price of something. Has ChatGPT kind of been a disappointment? Yeah. Six months ago, we were like, this is going to just change everything. And (laughs) it's just not that practical. It's just that useful. Like, I know it can, I know it can write something for you if you need it to. Uh huh. It can do your Googling for you essentially and call some things together. That's nice. But it can't actually do any like tasks that, no, you know, it, it, enha- it enhances some of my work. I'll, I'll say that. It like takes the first initial step out of some of my work. Mm-hmm. Um, like I use it to make outlines for certain things and that kind of thing. But then, I mean, you still have to do the work, right? I mean, you still have to make it yeah. actually readable. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not a help. It certainly is a, is a helper of a lot of the good things. It can do, it can do some really neat things, amazing things. But... It's, it just isn't like, it just hasn't transformed everyone's life. And I think no. we all thought not that yet. was going to happen. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <clears throat> You're right. Big Media X Clause says ChatGPT stopped collecting data in 2021, which uh, I don't believe is true anymore. The new version of Chat, the ChatGPT 4.5 or whatever, I think is. You got to shell out for that, though, right? You got to have your company accurate. pay for your access. You do. You do have to have your company you can pay for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I may be wrong yeah. about that. That's 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 what I understood, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah, that's, which, that's, which could explain why I'm not getting accurate information. Right. I yeah, I thought like at some point, I forget what happened with this. It, it was integrated with Expedia, and I was thinking that it was just going to revolution, like it's just going to find the perfect travel, like, eliminate the need for any travel hacking or like spending hours, you know, piecing together different stuff. And whatever it was, just didn't work. It just didn't. It just didn't have accurate prices. It wasn't. It just wasn't good. Mm. I don't know. I'm out on AI. I don't think it's going to be pretty good. <laughs> you think it's just going to like, it's what about all the I think... created foods? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's it's going to do what, what people can do. And it's going to replace people needing to needing to do this stuff. That's good. It's not, it's not going to do anything people can't do. That's, that's what I think. It's just not. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. See what we'll happens. See, I, I think you're wrong on that one. I mean, not in, maybe not <laughs> in the, maybe not in the next five or ten years, but I think you're wrong. It's not that. a very informed opinion. I don't know anything about modern uh, AI research, but I when I was in grad school for a while, I was my PhD was going to be on neural network, and I worked on stuff. And there were certain problems that just seemed insurmountable with with the dimensionality as as the problems get bigger. As you, as you try to get into like superhuman analysis of a very very complex situation, it just becomes like giant the search space for an answer and i and i thought there's no way any machine's ever going to figure this out so mm-hmm. i as, as far as i you know i don't know what's happened uh since then obviously maybe maybe they have done much more than that but i don't know i just have the sense that it's gonna be way harder than people think to exceed 
human uh, intelligence. All it can do is dumb computer work really fast. <laughs> so that's a lot of people's jobs, you know. A lot of people. Yeah, do oh, I know. Right, dumb computer work. I'm not saying it's not going to take a ton of jobs. It, I think it will, but mm. it's not like we're going to suddenly have an Einstein times a billion who's just mm. you know racking up money for somebody or whatever taking over the world. We'll see. We'll Could be see. wrong. All right. Um, let's let's jump in to things related to our areas of expertise, which is plant-based news and fitness and diet uh, and crypto. Because here we go. First up, Sam Bankman-Fried is maintaining his vegan diet in prison, but it's not going very well. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, for those who don't know, was the FTX founder and his very, very shady trading and using customer monies for crypto investments uh, kind of went belly up and landed him in jail for a long time. I don't know what, what the sentence is. I think he's awaiting sentencing. Anyway, uh, Carmine Simpson or Carmine, I don't know, an ex-NYPD officer who's also behind bars with him, wrote a letter to U.S. District Judge Lewis Kaplan pleading for leniency on SBF's behalf. Um, he said, 12 out of 14 of Sam's weekly meals are just undercooked rice, a soup of disgusting-looking beans, and weak-old brown lettuce. But Sam has stayed true to his commitment to not participate in the maltreatment of animals. Uh, and this guy, Simpson, was initially skeptical of SBF's motivations, but changed his mind after spending time with him. And he wrote in this letter that when, when he first told him the reason he wanted to become a successful and wealthy person was to donate all his money away to noble causes and those in need, uh, the guy obviously didn't believe it. And he said, but very quickly, I came to the conclusion that Sam is the most selfless person I've ever had the privilege to meet. And the world would be much better off if Sam Bankman-Fried was out of jail. So this guy, now, this guy Simpson uh, is in jail for for production of child pornography, I think, and <laughs> posing as a 17-year-old uh, on the internet to get uh, child pornography. So, like, questionable uh, credentials from, from this person. Yeah, do you really want a letter of, like... <laughs> <laughs> your your uh what do you call it your um recommendation letter to come from from somebody in jail for right for it, those it can't terms. hold much weight i don't think i don't i don't really know i mean a random like other prisoner sending a recommendation letter, does the judge care at all about that i don't know um but maybe maybe the lawyers requested this because for some reason it matters um it's still though like does this i mean everyone thinks sbf is this villain but I mean, this is, if this is true, it's kind of cool, kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody loved him though, before he became the villain, right? Before he right. lost everybody's yeah. money, he was, he captivated the world. And there was a reason for that. And I think it was because it seemed like he actually was legit. Uh, and either he was just an idiot and mismanaged everybody's money and lost it all. Or, mm -hmm. uh, or he had malintention. I don't know. Debatable. Yeah, not it, either, it is either way, he should be in jail, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, right. No, I'm, no, I'm not saying he shouldn't. Uh, but it is. I don't know. You just wonder. Like, it's. I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe he. You know, got greedy, obviously, and it just seemed like he couldn't possibly lose, and everything was working out for him. And you just sort of lose your judgment. But maybe he really is a good guy and wanted wanted to be rich to do good things. I don't know. I'm impressed. Basically, just keeping this up in prison, and they showed a picture of him. Uh-oh, we, we lost our video. 
uh dougie there stay here Still? yeah, yeah let's just stay okay here. all right so we are no longer on instagram it said uh we got we got kicked off because our our video contained music or something that was copyrighted pertaining huh. to somebody else i don't know maybe they maybe there's no way ai uh picked up that i was reading word for word the the article <laughs> maybe maybe ai picked up uh uh the charges just that, I was, that i was bashing it maybe that i was bashing no, uh, no, yeah, like child, well never mind oh they heard me say child the p word y yeah maybe i don't know could be maybe it'd be odd that you couldn't even like mention that anyway um so there you go there's your sbf update uh meanwhile bitcoin going to the moon as this is happening so too bad he's in jail for, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. he couldn't hold out i'd probably have plenty of money now um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh all right here's the question though I, like I, I wonder and i wish i had more information i wonder if um if all the rice that they're serving is undercooked like and they're serving that to everybody and he just doesn't have all the other stuff that goes along with it right probably are they making special rice for him um and special disgusting looking beans and weak old brown lettuce like is all the food just really bad in this prison and he's like <laughs> having to cut out the you know just only have a couple of little things because if i was a judge and i heard that we were serving our prisoners uncooked brown rice and disgusting looking beans and brown lettuce like yeah you're right i don't know I, I, that would a lot that would be alarming for me yeah i mean based on nothing my guess is they had these foods made anyway, and they give him what, what they, what they can. Um, although if he eats a twelve out of fourteen meals, they probably don't have the same stuff that much. So maybe they're always making him this. I don't. Who knows? Um, but you're right. That is, it is an alarming amount of bad food. I mean, that's just too bad that that would be mm -hmm. what you eat. But it is prison. I mean, it's not supposed to be uh, great. So I don't know. They should. They said someone posted a picture of him on Twitter, like his first, apparently his first prison photo. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and it just looked. I was like, man, like he just looks like they said he hasn't showered that much and doesn't uh, shave that frequently, and it's just like such a such a contrast from the way he was living to now. His food is this, and he looks like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not not good. No. <laughs> not good. All right. Next up, uh, VFG. We talked about them a couple weeks ago made a little bit light of the fact that they said they were going to be vegan Unilever and they were going to be the biggest brand in the world, basically. And we said, okay, good, great. Now go do it. Uh, well, they, they appear to be doing that. They have now acquired Tofu Town, which is a German uh, manufacturer of tofu. And they've also got Meet This Farm already and VFC, which also was their whole name before they changed into VFG. Um, and apparently it's just the start. So, so far they're, they're making, making good happen. On, on this idea. That's right. What's Tofu yeah, this. Kate AAK Rivercat worked with uh, SBF for a little bit, briefly. Whoa. He's not in touch with reality. There you go. Interesting. I'd like to know the details. Please share them here or in the Discord. Absolutely. Um, uh, what is Tofu Town? I just figured it was a tofu manufacturer, but I don't actually know that for sure. I think I just assumed that they made tofu. I will take you to Tofu Town. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they do make things. They do make things besides tofu. They make uh, bratwurst-style sausages, and looks like other kind of sausages. Okay. So tofu town. All right. Um, Navia says you can buy your own food in prison, like at the like in the school cafeteria, I guess, where you can either bring or buy. No, no, I think they have like little. Little markets, not markets, but like little, uh, what do you call them? Provisions? No, what do you call it? Uh, 
I don't know. I know that you can send prisoners money and they can buy certain things. Mm-hmm. While and like a whole cigarette-based economy where there's cigarettes going around and guards are getting cut in on stuff and yeah, swap I cigarettes mean, that's for what happens food. in the movies. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, but I know the commissary. There you go. You can buy, um, uh, yeah, like people buy mac and cheese or something, or I don't know, instant noodles or something like that just to have mm. like, stuff. Okay. Good. And Mr. Jeffrey says that's capitalism for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like that. Okay. Um, so there we go. There's your uh, there's your VFG update, and there's there's good news uh, coming for. Well, it's it's mixed news. Kind of kind of good news. Oh, man, my sound's not working now. What happened? There was sound playing earlier, right? Yeah, it was really quiet, but I could hear it. It was. Yeah. Well, that. That failed. I wonder if the AIs are jamming my systems somehow. I'm under <laughs> because you were talking, you were yeah. you were talking crap right. on them, and now they're like, "We'll show you what we can and can't yeah, do." Exactly. <laughs> All right. So mixed, mixed, uh, mixed news here about Beyond Meat. Vegconomist, the pro-vegan, uh, sometimes sort of neutral, but uh, site about vegan business. They had a headline saying that Beyond Meat's financial reports, financial results for the fourth quarter and for the full year ending in December 20, 31st, 2023, uh, they triggered a surge in the stock value because the financial results were better. They beat the analysts' expectations. So like, it's the first time in a while that Beyond Meat has done something better than what was expected. Um, you know, It still was a 7.8% decrease over the previous quarter for, uh, but it was better than, than what had been expected. And analysts had, had guessed 66.8 million and they'd come in with 73.7 million in net revenues. So that seemed good. Then over at Food Dive, which is just like an industry-wide site, they're not pro-vegan or anti-vegan. They're really very uh, just neutral about that. Their thing was negative, uh, saying Beyond Meat's going to make steep cost cuts to business in 2024 uh, by reducing their operating expenses. They're going to increase the prices for some products and right-size the production footprint, whatever that means. I don't know what that what that would actually mean. Um, but apparently, uh, they they were they were, they basically said that price uh, decreases hadn't helped because there was so much anti-vegan, anti-fake meat rhetoric happening this past, you know, six months, or whatever, uh, that attempts to lower prices hadn't done anything. They just couldn't cut through all that noise. Uh, so now I think that's the justification for putting the prices back up. So there's capitalism for you. <laughs> They're up, uh, the Beyond Meat stock is up 30% year to date. That's pretty good. And, uh, 60% in the last month. I mean, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. That's what happens when it's completely in the dumps. Penny stocks. Uh, if I, Doug, if you had to put your whole life savings in Beyond Meat stock or Bitcoin right now, oh, Bitcoin. what do you think is the better buy? Bitcoin's, <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin might be at, at a high, right? It could it could lose the 20% no. it's gained pretty quickly. Like, Beyond I mean, had nowhere to go but up. If, uh, if, if if I was looking for a, like a quick turnaround, maybe beyond, we can mm-hmm. kind of pump it a little bit. Get mm-hmm. just talk about it positively on the show all the time. Yep, get some inside stock, trading, maybe. Deal, it's, yeah. Find yeah, out, but uh, long term Bitcoin for sure. Okay, digital gold. Digital gold. I'm in it for the long haul, baby. Okay. <laughs> Not financial advice, still. <laughs> I think my uh, along with guessing the Impossible Whopper would go away and that a new vegan cheese player would take over all the others. I think I predicted Bitcoin uh, $500,000 by the end of the year. <laughs> that's so we'll see, right. how, that's we'll right. see how those three predictions 
do. Uh, I almost went and got an impossible whopper yesterday. It would have been my first one. It must have been in the year. I don't think I've had one in a long time. But yeah. I was starving at soccer practice because I didn't eat lunch. So I first walked into where did I walk? I went. To, I walked into a Jimmy John's, and there was no no attendant there. No one was in place. <laughs> so I stood there, looked at the meat, the menu for a while. Saw the veggie sandwich had like a avocado spread and provolone was like what they were advertising on it. So I said, that's not really gonna be that good without the provolone. Uh, just avocado spread doesn't seem very good from that place. So I just walked out and I went somewhere else and didn't get anything. So I ended up not getting anything, but uh, almost got an impossible Whopper, but they were too far away to get to a Burger King. But at least I was thinking about the impossible Whopper. You were thinking about it. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking about it now. Would have been good. Yeah, right. What about you? Are you, are right. you putting your money in Bitcoin? Or are you putting your money in... Uh, in if I in just had to pick one? Beyond. Yeah. I have to go Bitcoin. I, I don't think long term beyond has a future. I really think it's like you said, might it might make a little pump in the in the short term. Uh, but I think they're I think they're done. I think the whole fake meat industry is done. Because uh, yeah, cultivated meat's gonna I'm kill. not saying that yet, but um I know my entire life savings. I, I, I mean it is pretty discouraging and honestly it's worse than I thought. If uh this is the seventh consecutive quarter that they've had negative sales. That's bad. Right. It's really bad. Negative sales meaning they decreased from the previous quarter? I don't know. That's, I'm reading, reading your copy What does it even mean? I guess change in sales? I think, it, I think I'm guessing that's what... It, they obviously didn't sell negative amounts of burgers. They, uh, it must mean that the sales trend was negative. So they, they've, they sold yeah, less revenue in seven straight yeah. periods. I mean, yeah. yeah. What, I mean, how... How bad could it be? That's that's terrible. How how bad could mm -hmm. it get? Yeah. Who knows? Doesn't seem good. Yeah. Uh, but up sixty percent, you could have made a cool, uh, decent amount of money if you had you put your whole life savings in there in the beginning of the year. Jeffrey says uh, quarter over quarter change. That's probably right. Yeah. So less each time. Mm -hmm. All right, Kelly K says, "Where's Taco Bell when you need it?" Yeah, Taco Bell would have been good. I didn't even search that yesterday. I don't know what it is. My appetite shifted. I guess I don't. Don't like I got sick of Taco Bell. I had it so much. I got really tired of Taco Bell, but I'll play the sound. And my music's back. All right. Um, Jimmy John's is trash, says big meaty X clothes. Yeah, I've always had that opinion that they have. I got the veggie sandwich one time. It must have been seven, eight years ago. And I think it came accidentally with mayonnaise or something on it. And I you know, picked it off and like scraped it off and ate it or something stuff on the road. And this is the first time I've gone to Jimmy John's since, and I did not stay. It was, it was not good. All right. Um, finally, last thing, last uh, bit of news is that the National Consumers League called on the U.S. Treasury, US Treasury, Treasury. Secretary <laughs> Janet Yellen to require alcohol, alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau to follow through with proposed nutrition labeling rules. Um, apparently they're trying to get labels on the alcohol bottles that tells you how much alcohol, how many calories, serving size, and number of standard drinks per customer or per container. Man, I can't read it really today. Um, for two decades, apparently the government bureau that regulates the products has ignored these calls, but apparently now they're, they're working on it. It's been proposed and this group is urging them to actually do it. So, uh, I don't know why that's interesting to me. It's it's kind of funny that alcohol here never has had it. I think in other countries it is, um, but that somehow it's treated as this different thing doesn't require 
those labels, even though it's something you put in your body, even though it's something that, you know, works like food in your body, also like poison in your body, but some of it's food. Uh, so why, why are there no labels on it? It doesn't make any sense when you think about it. It really doesn't. No, I, I don't know. It'll destroy the beauty of a lot of wine bottles, I will say. Yeah, it will. It, but there's already a, label, a warning on there, right? That says alcohol may cause health yeah. problems, pregnant women, yeah, true. et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that's already there. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see why this shouldn't go on there. The back of the back of the bottle doesn't matter. Uh, to me, I think it absolutely needs this. And I would actually like to know this. I'd like to know how many standard drinks by whatever measure are in a, a you know, different bottle of, uh, wine or liquor or whatever you might buy. It seems like a good thing to know or beer, you know, like that the IPA you're drinking is basically two drinks, not one. I think that's, I think that'd be helpful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You agree, Doug, or you prefer to just ignore that? I think it'd be helpful. I will probably ignore it when it's on there, but it'd be you know helpful to have to compare. Yeah, little reminder. Mm -hmm. Good. All right, good. So there you go. There's your uh, weather report. Kind of an odd mixed bag of things today. Um, we get two articles, kind kind of three, but two of them are related. The first one I found just random. Uh, it's from Business Insider via Yahoo News. It says I'm a vegan who used to work at Trader Joe's. Here are eight high quality items I can't believe I've found there. This caught my attention because the very first one was what I had for dinner last night when I got home when I was Ooh. so hungry. I could not wait to eat this because I couldn't, didn't get the Impossible Whopper, didn't get the Jimmy John's. Um, it's the vegan kale, cashew, and basil pesto. Have you ever gotten this, Doug? I've recommended it many times. I have gotten it. Yes. You have. And, and I like you. Good. Positive. Yeah. It's pretty good, right? Considering it mm -hmm. has has kale in it. Like, I I'm, typically wouldn't think yeah. kale is a good idea in pesto. Uh, but this does... It's also vegan, of course, because they're using cashews instead of Parmesan cheese, or I guess that's sort of what it's replacing. Um, and it's great. So Aaron made uh, the old the old uh, pasta with potatoes and green beans and two containers of this stuff, and it was delicious. Two containers? What did you try, Doug? Yeah, oh. she made a large um, a large amount of the vegetables. Because if we if you put it, like when you when you have a whole pound of pasta and then you add in potatoes and green beans, that, that soaks up a lot of pesto. So mm. she went with double it up, and it was actually really good. I tried to make kale basil pesto, cashew pesto. It oh, yeah? Was, it was not good. No, the kale ruined it. I wonder how they do it. Is kale the first ingredient? Um, It's probably just a little bit of it. Right. Hold on. I'm sharing my screen here, and I just screwed everything up. All right. Okay. Here we go. We're back. What's the second okay. item? Why don't we? What's the first item? Oh, and the list? I think you're talking about, the, you're talking about what the ingredients. Oh. <laughs> uh, they call it vegan kale, cashew, and basil yeah. pesto. Kale is kale, then olive oil. Well, that's shocking. I don't understand how they can make it good with mm -hmm. that in there because it just tastes like regular basil pesto. All right. Big Media X Clause agrees that, uh, that it is incredible. And Big Media X Clause, a little foreshadowing, mentions the pre made vegan raviolis because that's that's coming. Get ready for that. All right, uh, next up, after 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 the pesto, the vegan Caesar dressing. <laughs> you had this, Doug? Yeah, I have, and I like this. Why are I you like laughing? this a lot. Because you're just screwing up everything. I know, my, my words are all jumbled today. Uh, we I like this, but then I got sick of it. Mm. So we don't get it anymore. 
but it has tofu, olive oil, lemon juice, white miso, Dijon mustard, capers. And you can make I, your own I'm, vegan Caesar dressing, by the way. Yeah, I've never things. done that. I miss Caesar salads. I I mean, like, they're so simple, but so good. A good Caesar salad is just so good. They are really good. I will um, text you a picture. I have a kale Caesar salad recipe from Vegan for Everybody. And okay. it's fantastic. The kids, it's like one of the kids' favorite meals. Uh, so I will text you a picture of that recipe next time we make it. And you can make it at home. Very simple dressing like this one. You don't use tofu, though. You use vegan mayo. Uh, but it's very good. You know, Matt, you should put it All in right. the Discord instead of texting it. I should do that. You're right. All right. Next time I make that, I'll put the picture in the Discord. All right. All right. Next up, um, their heavy whipping cream alternative. Vegan heavy whipping cream alternative. I've never seen this product. Did not know it existed. And I don't know what's in it, but I guess that sounds good. I mean, like, I usually would use coconut milk in place of heavy whipping cream if that ever comes about in a recipe, but then that adds a coconut flavor. So that's not great. You ever use this? Nope. Never heard of it. What is it? Never made out of you. I don't know. No. Hmm. So that that would uh, definitely would uh, impact how how good it is. Depends what it's made out of. <laughs> is it is that a All strawberry right, next. on the front? Yeah, oh, it's a like, dipped in strawberry. I guess. Oh, for like dip. Okay, got it. You were to whip it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next All right. Up. Next, uh, Korean beefless bulgogi. This kind of looks good. I don't know what it's made out of. Again, it seems to be the theme here. We don't know what things are made out of, uh, but this seems kind of good. What seems better is the next one, Thai green curry. They use tofu sheets, which I mentioned yesterday, mm. vegetables, and jasmine rice. And, I mean, green curry is just delicious. So it's a frozen meal. They say it packs a surprising flavor punch, um, and it doesn't skimp on quality. So I, I think I'm going to get that. I said I'm Trader Joe's. As a little I have, I have had that one many times. It's very good. And it is good? Very positive as good review as for going me. To, as good as going to Thai basil in Black, Black Mountain? No. Um, no. And I'll tell you why. Because all of Trader Joe's frozen meals, to me, are like two-thirds of a portion. Oh. Okay. So you need to buy two. You need to buy two or like have a you know big thing of sourdough bread or something alongside it. I don't know. <laughs> Good old Thai food <laughs> and sourdough bread. And match made <laughs> Or uh, or a big kale salad or something. I don't know, but something <laughs> yeah. something along like it's just it, it's I'm not feeling filling enough for me. Right. Okay. Good corn chips. You didn't mention corn chips. That would have been perfect. Corn side. chips would be perfect. Dip it in there. Would actually be a good addition. All right. Next up is a uh, garlic spread dip, and uh, I, I actually don't know why I've never heard of this or seen it. It seems like something I would be interested in. I guess because it just sounds so nondescript. Like it's not hummus. It's not baba ganoush. It's it's just garlic dip. So uh, mm. I don't know. I mean, I'll check it out next time I'm there. Again, you need to know what's in here, but we don't right now. Uh, Japanese-style fried rice, that's next. I don't know what makes it Japanese-style. It has edamame, tofu, and hijiki seaweed. So there you go. And finally, number eight, from a from a former Trader Joe's employee who's vegan. I mean, where else? What better source is there than that? Uh, vegan spinach and cashew ravioli. This is something that uh, we keep in our refrigerator. Holden makes these for lunch very often. Uh, they also have a, a red sauce version where the where the inside is is like tomatoy hmm. and lentils, and they're both good. Both really, I'd say this you, one is better. What do you put on top of it? Anything? Just oil? You could toss this with pesto. You could just drizzle it with. Usually, what we do is drizzle it with oil and then put our vegan sprinkle parmesan on top. Then hmm. you know, then you don't you don't lose the flavors. Nice. So there you go. There's your Trader Joe's list. Um, they really do have a remarkable amount of good vegan things there. If you know 
what you're looking for. Like it's just so much different from a regular store relative to how yeah. small Trader Joe's is. It's just a lot of eating stuff. All right, there you go. There's Trader Joe's. And then the other thing we've got today Hold is Scott, this. Scott says that yeah. uh, the Korean beef is good. It's soy protein. I use it when I feel Doug inspired and want a burrito. Sounds <laughs> like a Korean burrito. Okay, I guess that's good. Like a fusion kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Sounds great to Doug me. doesn't do that. Do you do fusion with your burritos, Doug, or do you keep them strictly? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any type <laughs> yeah. of burrito. <laughs> yeah, any type of burrito. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, um, so it's Thursday, so we got uh, some Best Life Online stuff. But then Best Life Online actually pointed me to another article from today.com, which is where the main things come, comes from. Um, so here's the deal. This, this came out in, this was August 16th that USA Today put this out. Texas woman, 114, the second oldest in the U.S., shares simple tips for a long life. She's now the first oldest because her competition died in uh, February of, I think this earlier this year. So now this woman is the oldest and we have her longevity tips. So um, here's what she did, Doug. Here's here's the most important thing she did. And then we'll talk about the other thing, the woman who died ahead of her, uh, Edith uh, Cesarelli, um, what she did. And there's some interesting tips here. So yeah. um, she's from Texas uh, and Try to find quickly in a few words what she said. She has a positive attitude, enjoyed the family, try to do the best thing you can to everybody, love everybody. And that did seem to be a common uh, trait here among these super centenarians. I looked up a third one too and was seeing what she had said to do. Um, but anyway, this woman always cooked at home. Uh, I just think she enjoyed cooking, Harrison says. She, I guess she doesn't cook now. That's what they're using the past tense because she's still alive. Um, but she grew her own vegetables, including collard greens, mustard greens, carrots and okra so good southern vegetables and she'd bring the produce right into the house and cook it and uh i mean there you go she regularly walked she never smoked or drank alcohol and took care of herself uh went to church very optimistic and ultimately she credited her faith in god for keeping her alive for so long so the reason i thought this was interesting is that this is exactly what the blue zones people do. Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. like my first thought was what what are we going to learn from one person who's who's old like so what right they, they could have had great genetics it doesn't tell us anything compared to looking at larger groups and kind of making more of a study of it but then what was remarkable is that it just all lined up perfectly with what the blue zones people do with the gardening and the walking and the being positive and the being around family and the cooking your own food and this faith in god which you don't have mm -hmm. to have that but you have to have some sort of something that gives you this sense of purpose um I don't know. I just I just thought that was striking. So um, I think this is cool. And 114, that's a pretty long time. I would I would take that. If I offer you that right now, Doug, you can live to 114. Do you want it? That means you throw away the risk of living, uh, the chance of forever or 500 or whatever we might get. You'd accept 114. Yeah, I mean, right today. of course. If I if I can remain healthy, you know, and active until 114, of course that would be. There's no way I'm going to live longer than 100. You're setting your sights low, though. That's like 70 years from now, right? So I know more than that. That's 75. Years. So you think you think in the year 2100, we're not going to have people who who are living to be a thousand? Well, maybe people who are who are born. <laughs> maybe may, not a thousand. Years. No, they couldn't but, be a thousand. Yet. They'll I only mean, be they'll only be 75 more than they are now. 
Maybe maybe my kids' kids, my, maybe my grandkids, will live to be two hundred. I think I think if really? you and I live to be one hundred and fourteen, that would be incredible, and can do it in okay. a way that we're not like bedridden, hooked up to a bunch of machines. I think that's I think that is far far underselling what we could get. I would not take one fourteen right now if you offered me it. I'd really? I'd say no deal, and I would keep pushing my luck. Spin again. That's wild. That's going wild. for two fifty or so. Two fifty? There's no <laughs> way. Our, if, yes, if everyone lives to two fifty, if everybody who's our age right now lived to two fifty, the world right? would be over. Over as we knew it. There'd be way too well, much population. Definitely, there'd be major problems. There'd be sure. no money because we'd all be pulling Social Security uh, way longer so get than that it's designed for. <laughs> Everything would be, I mean, like every, the food systems would break. Everything would be over. I hope that you and I don't yeah. live to 250. That's a good point. It's a good point that uh, when people predict that we might live this long, they're not accounting for like just the mayhem that would ensue along the way. And that that would kill people, probably a whole lot of people. And I'm sure the oldest people, us. <laughs> We'd all be killing each other food. looking for food. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. And we're not going to fare well because we'll be the oldest of the bunch. Some of the oldest of the bunch. <laughs> That's right. The first and uh, the first to be like a. Uh, All right. Because Jeffy says, isn't the average lifespan in the USA on a decline? Yes, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's mainstream. That's normies. We can't can't count what normies are doing. <laughs> that's the average lifespan. Um. All right, Netflix show on Blue Zones was entertaining and approachable, says Big Media X Clause. Yeah, I need to go watch that again. I just kind of listened to it halfway out of one ear while I was doing other stuff. Um, but I'd like to go watch it because I do like the Blue Zones stuff. And Kate thought we'd have flying cars by 2020. Yeah, I probably would have guessed that we would have that by 2020. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we're living to 250. 114 <laughs> is I will take that. I'll take that and yeah. my Bitcoin and I'll be... <laughs> Anyway, you know, I was actually so you know my first thought when I was reading this because we've been talking about talking about retirement savings and stuff what? with Katie recently is um is how do you plan to live that long? Like <laughs> like you would have to have your retirement have to be so much bigger than you know if you're if you're planning to live up to 150 right. versus 85 yeah. or 90 or whatever you know like right it's like it's like three or four times as many incomeless years that you have to then survive it's like a right. massive difference you're right that itself would be a problem mm -hmm. major changes would happen if people started living that long the whole yeah. the whole world would be up upended all right let's get to the other woman here edith cesarelli she turned 116 on february 5th of i think 2024 and then i think she just died like really recently um this is from very quick clicking around and researching, so I, I may be wrong. I hope I hope I didn't uh, falsely proclaim her dead, but I'm pretty sure she did. Um, her tips I like also also lines up with blue zones. She only had two tips. She put them in the same sentence too, and they're unrelated. Um, let me just find here. She says, "Have a couple of fingers of red wine with your dinner, and mind your own business." That's her. That's her secrets. That's her secrets. That's all you got to do. I love those secrets. I think that's great. I mean, <laughs> you know, the wine, the wine is, is, is good for, you know, I mean, like that's a fun one, but I think the minor and business one, because there's so much more to it, right. That's like not getting stressed out because you know, you're like not taking on stress. You're not getting involved in a bunch of gossip and uh, you know, you're just kind of like living your life. You're doing your thing. Your happiness is, is all self is all coming from yourself. 
I think it's great. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a good thing. Don't get involved in other people's junk. Uh, she was the second oldest person in the whole world behind a woman from Spain. Hmm. Uh, I don't have her longevity tips, but uh, she was only 11 months older. I don't know if she's still alive or not. Um, they mentioned also of this American woman who uh, who we're talking about here that she um, she played basketball and tennis and took up the saxophone when her mother saved up to purchase the instrument. So that's a good thing, playing musical instruments, playing sports. Uh, she dressed well. She'd walk. Had a bite of carrot cake at her birthday party. So none of these, I was trying to find like, were these people vegan, vegetarian, anything like that? No one said anything. One of the, one of them, uh, one of their relatives said she ate everything pretty much. So, mm. but you know, I think it sounds like a lot of healthy foods, but there, there was nothing that was off limits. So I don't think any of these women was, was vegetarian or vegan. Uh, one said that she ate eggs and strawberries and bananas every morning for breakfast, which she, I think made herself or something. So anyway, I mean, again, still all this fits the blue zone story. Who knows what, who knows what they have left out here, uh, omitted to make the story better. But, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm impressed that, that this seems to be consistent with, with what we already think is the formula for living a long time. Kate says, uh, part of the equation seems to be female. Well, I think, think females do live longer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it does. Um, um Alex, yeah, I, this, uh, I had this question from Alex. This is what I, this is why I was surprised that you liked the mind your own business because mm. it sounds like it's the opposite of living in community. It sounds like you sort of keep to yourself, be a hermit, stash away your Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't know if that's what that means. I think it means like not, uh, not putting yourself into, uh, into situations where you don't belong, you know, with, uh, <laughs> like into drama that's happening from neighbors that, uh, or, or, you know, strangers or something like that. But, you know, but you can still have community. You can still welcome people into your home. You can still be invited into their home because you're not, uh, minding your own business means like, Hey, I'm not talking to you right now, but out. Right. It does mean that. I'm not talking to you right now. Yeah, but I out. think I think that's what I mean. Yeah, like uh, mind your own business. Get out of here. I'm not. I'm not. You're not invited into this debate that I'm having. To this drama in my life, right? Sure. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, Mr. Jeffrey points out astutely that if everyone lived to 115, they'd work until 90, because then 90 would be like 65. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? If everyone was healthy enough to live to 150 or something, we'd probably be healthy enough to work for longer, so we'd we'd be able to keep getting mm. getting money on the way there. Um, and then Mr. Jeffrey says, "Isn't that isn't it, men don't live as long because they tend to do more dangerous activities?" I didn't know if that was actually the reason or not, but that's interesting if it is. Um, <laughs> and maybe it's because men have to eat have to barbecue to be manly and eat giant slabs of meat with no veggies. I mean, I bet I bet men do eat more meat than women. So it wouldn't yeah. be shocking if that was correlated with the with the death higher but sooner death rate. Anyway, there you go. Um, that's it. That's our show. We are done for the week. Thank goodness, because I, I the wheels came off of my ability to talk and read things. Not sure why. I got a good sleep last night, but maybe too good. It's possible. Maybe not too much sleep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so you got a big running weekend. You'll have an update for us on Tuesday. That'll be good. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, that's all. That's all we got. Everyone that's all else? we got. That's all there is. Enjoy. Thanks for attending. Thanks, Thanks for commenting. Week of uh, shows and activity and participation and all that. So we will keep the party going. We've got Nominati Radio tomorrow. That's 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, it'll be at least three of us. Not sure about four, but we'll figure out a topic and the four of us will debate as we did last week and the week before that and the week before that. So uh, check that out live on YouTube. And otherwise, we will see you on Tuesday. Hey, everybody. 